0: Welcome back to Lucy Mar and the Stars. We're here for an amazing episode. I know you guys have been chomping at the bits for some new content. I'm here with Blaise Del Montaldo Shaw. She's a wellness coach. She's in LA. We both have a lot of cancer energy. We both have a Libra rising. We get into everything from health and wellness and what she's all about to, I don't know, how her Capricorn Moon likes to make some dark jokes. Listen in to this episode for fun and games, baby. Hello, everybody. We've taken a little break. It was Mercury Retrograde. Shit was hitting the fence, obviously. We didn't want to record a podcast. But here we are. We're back in the studio with Blaisdell Montaldo Shaw. She's an amazing wellness instructor, cool person, L.A. Star, what's up?
1: What's up Lucy? I love that intro. Thank you so much. I'm happy to be here.
0: Yay. Um I wanted to just start with tell us your story. Tell us your journey. How'd you end up in LA? How'd you end up doing what you're doing? What's up?
1: Cool. Yeah, thank you. I so I'm originally from North Carolina, which is where we met. I've lived in the LA area for 12 years now. And I moved right out of high school. I was just like, I got to get out. I want to do something completely different. So I flipped coasts and I drove, actually drove out, didn't know anybody and just kind of started a new life. There were many challenges that I think led me to where I am today. So those challenges, while they were difficult in the time I'm grateful for because now I am where I am. And, um, I run my business. I work for myself, which is so exciting now. I just started in April. It's called Body by Blaze. Follow me on Instagram. Um, And I am a wellness coach. And basically, I believe that health looks different on everybody. And I think that it's really important to hear people and hear what their wellness goals are. And I know for myself, going through life, being a larger person um, has challenges, you know, listening to people criticize me based on my appearance versus based on my actual health. And so I really think it's, I work from a wholeness, a whole person perspective. And I think mind, body, spirit is all included in health. How are you talking The self-talk? How are you talking to yourself? Are you, how are you speaking to others? How are you living your life? What are your routines in the morning? How are you caring for yourself? I think that if we make ourselves laugh, if we get up and do three things, that's it, and we get our heart rate up every day, that we can be really successful in life and um, for ourselves. And then we have to be a whole person for ourselves first before we can dive into relationships, friendships, even with family. And, um, you know, it's just proven that getting your heart rate up. And it can be anything from a walk to, you know, CrossFit or (laughs) training for a marathon. It's whatever is up to the individual, but wellness and health and fitness is for everybody and it looks different for everybody. And so I try to provide that for my clients to really hear what they're saying, what their goals are and make a individualized program for them.
0: So that's a little bit about what I do and how I got here. Oh my gosh, I seriously love that. I feel like we when we, so we first met um, at an event at a new moon event that Blaisdell was at. and I really did like feel feel this connection where the work that you're doing is so related to my work because it really is about seeing the individual. It's about uh, curating to the individual's needs rather than, and I feel like this is the shift in society rather like, and the shift for people to be self-employed where it's like, look at your unique gifts and then offer those rather than trying to fit yourself into the box of a soul cycle class or into like a anything, you know, it's, it's about like what works for you. So, also, absolutely, everybody listening, make sure to be on the lookout. We're doing an event later in November, and we're gonna be getting into what kind of workouts are actually going to be fulfilling for you, based on your yes. Workout. So that's gonna be sweet. It's um, gonna
1: be so exciting. I cannot wait for um for that. So oh, thank you. So- so and I just want to say meeting you for the first time, I like your energy was so on point, And I just feel like immediately I was attracted to you. And I was like, mm, this is a friend. This is yes! somebody that we could really do a lot together with. Um, And I'm just so excited to be collaborating with you.
0: Yes. It's like so safe. And I, I make, I like joke because like the majority of people I've had on my podcast have accidentally been Libra risings like me and I like it makes sense that let's like these are the people I want to connect with because we see the world in the same way it's like we want we just want balance we just want to work together and we would just want things to be pretty like you know um, yeah and
1: that's why I, I feel like I'm really attracted to astrology and why I want to learn more and probably why I'm so interested in you as well because You've already taught me so much, and I can't wait to dive into the birth chart today, but um, yeah, absolutely. It's it's yeah. very, uh, it, it matches. It goes together.
0: It matches, guys. When you know, you know. You know when you just go somewhere, and you're just like, I mean, I feel like I laugh at myself because of how much I use like the word energy all the time. Like, just such good energy. <laughs> That's really what it is, and we all are just energy. So it's just like picking up on who's- 100%. Happy. So, yes, um, yes, yes.
1: All about the vibes. Good vibes.
0: We love. Um, Based on just like the introduction you gave, I think that it like it like perfectly encapsulates um, this Libra Aries energy in your chart. So you have a Libra rising. So you're looking at the chart through this like kind of or you're looking at the world trying to find collaboration trying to bring more balance into things trying to uh, find justice for everyone finding looking at all different um perspectives to to get the best outcome so you have this uh libra mentality which is like inherently othered and partnership oriented but opposite from this libra you have your aries sun and your aries mercury so these those are like i mean uh, <laughs> Libra and Aries are on the same axis, yes, but the way they access the energy is so different and Aries is so self-oriented. It is, the, it is the sign of the self. It is the sign of honesty. It is the sign of self-expression and innovation and it's the baby of the Zodiac. It's the random moments of insight that come and it's uh, like advocating for yourself unapologetically. So that's how your identity is shaped and how you think. So you think and communicate um, through this very, um, honestly, Aries is like intense energy because it is the first sign of energy. Like it is energy embodied. Like it is energy. (laughs) So um, Aries is very highly tied to fitness and wellness because of this, because it is about taking care of the body and it is about putting yourself first to then be able to help other people.
1: Yes. Wow. <laughs> Love that. Makes sense. I'm doing the, right on the right path I'm where I'm supposed to be. That's great. Yes. Um, and I feel all of that. That's absolutely, um, absolutely true. Some things you pointed out uh, like the baby of the Zodiac. So that's it. Explain that a little more. That's cool.
0: Yeah. So cause it's the, the first sign it's like, how everything starts so Aries yeah it's not necessarily thinking so much in the long term it's like looking for excitement like you think about a like baby and they're like they're just looking for whatever is gonna like excite them in the moment and like that's also where the like there's a lot of like beginner's luck with Aries too because you're able to access this like very like childlike wonder about the world but also so you have so you have all that but then all of that Aries energy is in Libra's house and your Libra is in Aries house so you have to balance these energies even more because you are Mm. you are experiencing individualism in the house of partnerships and you're experiencing partnerships in the house of individualism so it's like Libra risings in general everything is flipped all the houses are flipped so it's like you are just literally meant to balance so much between yourself and others
1: wow makes sense (laughs) that makes so much
0: sense
1: um yeah wow that makes sense
0: (laughs) um also with an Aries Mercury it's like um very like funny very quick very wanting to get a reaction um so it's like playful like Aries rules the ages zero to seven and you also have this asteroid child in the seventh house so like you actually inspire people to like get into their silliness you know
1: I love that and I find that so interesting that you bring that up Lucy like and that is why it's so important to just discuss these things and collaborate with people so that you can learn more because when you say that, I realize what comes to mind is that I can be very serious, very to the point, very abrupt. And I notice that when I come away from that uh, childlike sense, from that silliness and that humor and the light, the light so to speak, things start going wrong mm. always. Like my life gets all jacked up. Mm-hmm. what i and i think that what i'm kind of getting is that it, i'm coming when i'm steering away from myself and who i am it's just like the universe and energy like things are not going to work out and i feel like i feel that i feel that for mm-hmm. sure in my life
0: yes however you have you have like there's no surprise that you have this seriousness because you got a capricorn moon girl that capricorn moon wants to <sighs> and succeed and make money and it's gonna kick your ass if you feel like you're not doing that even when you basically always are oh my god
1: yeah, yeah. what the hell's up with that i don't like that because that's so true why what's okay capricorn moon break yeah. it down for me so
0: capricorn <laughs> moon is capricorn uh i'm trying to think it's either in fall or detriment in the moon position so each planet does well in some signs and struggles in some time, some signs. So Capricorn struggles in the moon sign because Capricorn doesn't really like to feel its emotions because Capricorn doesn't view emotions as productive or rational. And Capricorn wants to stick in the rationality, but that's not how emotions are. So Capricorn moon also indicates like uh, always feeling older than you were, like having to grow up early for whatever reason and needing um, having to have a lot of responsibilities and like even you saying like moving to LA right out of high school like that just shows the self-reliance that you've you developed and like you talked about the challenges you were going through and it is true like a Capricorn moon is a challenging placement but it's like uh, it's like then you finding how to relate this seriousness and like boss energy of the Capricorn to like your playful side you know and maybe when you were younger the seriousness is what like kept you safe but it's like you are now uh wanting to like uh show yourself more you know not needing to be everybody's everything
1: oh gosh you're really hitting home today aren't (laughs) you (laughs)
0: <laughs> um,
1: yeah, that last point being everything to everybody. Um, I think something we've talked about actually in the past is how I have the ability to kind of mesh and mold and blend so I can walk into a room and I can talk to a lot of people about a lot of different things. And, but what happens with my identity, and this is something that really was illuminating to me that we've discussed actually, um, before, was that, you know, that's great. It's awesome that you can, that I can talk to people and that I'm, you know, that's awesome. That's a good quality. But I have a tendency to not be as authentic because I'm meshing or molding to maybe somebody else's um, ideals and not to get offensive, but I don't think that I'm, I lack authenticity, but I do think that that's like very, very true. And when I'm not being true to myself, a hundred percent, it's just like, that's not good. That's not, pro- well, it's not productive. There's my Capricorn moon. <laughs> it's not productive. <laughs> um And it's, yeah, but it's also just like, you know, not being true to myself that doesn't make you feel good. Like we've got to all be who we are. And um while I can be very direct and honest, and I, I am very much the first to stand on my soapbox and speak my mind. I do have that, um, That blending, that meshing, that wanting to please people, wanting everybody to like me, wanting everyone to be happy Mm -hmm. um, and feel safe Mm -hmm. at the expense of myself, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, So that's, that's all sounds right.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, so another interesting component, I, I was like waiting for you to, to say the word safe because I knew it was coming. Because this Capricorn moon is in your fourth house, which is Cancer's house of safety and home and like nurturing. With that Cancer, that's gonna just bring a little bit of empath energy. So you are like, the reason why it can be hard to be authentic is because like it's gonna feel so much better to make the other person feel better. Like it actually impacts you. Like you literally feel better when you're uh, like making somebody else feel better, making somebody else laugh, whatever, even if it is compromising your needs. So that's the kind of where the discomfort comes is that you have to choose the uncomfortable authenticity to provide yourself safety. You are not, you naturally create a safe haven for the people around you. So, but it's like, if you're doing that for everyone, then, then you're not doing it for yourself. Cause it's impossible to do for everyone. Everyone's different. Right. And we all
1: have to be a little self-reliant, right? We all got to do a little bit of the work. Mm -hmm. Um, And that is, uh, I love hearing that. Thank you so much um, for the insight and the compliment, (laughs) but I do feel like, um, you know, what led me to wellness coaching is the fact that it makes me feel good to see other people happy. And the greatest joy I have is watching the changes in my clients, anything from emotional wellness, their mental state, um, how they're interacting with their, their people in their lives to toning up, losing weight, um, gaining muscle, you know, like breathing better, anything, whatever their goal is. Right. And that just brings me so much joy to see people doing the work and making those changes. And I'm just so grateful to be a part of their journey because they're the ones doing the work, but it may, it does, it does bring me a lot of joy for people around me to be happy and content. And I think that's definitely probably a life challenge that I'll continue to have to work on that balance of, you know, be, being able to be that person and be who I am, but also making sure that I'm I'm well myself because I do tend to put myself at the bottom of the list.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're you're preaching to the choir over here. But I think it's funny, like (laughs) I feel like it's it's yeah, it's like I would not the, the work that we do would not be sustainable if like the people weren't really getting something out of it, you know, because that is what is like naturally making us feel good is like that partnership effort if it's just making and that, and that was actually kind of my problem with like corporate America and stuff was just like I'm not seeing any direct impact of my work like like I think yeah. everybody has such unique gifts to offer that it's it frustrates me when it's just kind of such talented people are lost in the I don't know
1: yeah Mm. no totally and I think that that's like girl I feel the same way and that's such a good point because And it's no shade, right? It's no disrespect. Like we need people in all these different professions to let our society run, but it all stems back to society. I mean, this is all fake. We made this up. We signed up for this, like, you know, like, um, and we participate in it. And it's no wonder that people like jump ship and move to the middle of the woods and like disconnect their phones, like, you know, but it is, and it can be so challenging because It's hard to work for yourself. It's hard to follow your passions. It's hard to, you know, be who you are and express that Mm -hmm. in our society sometimes, a lot of times. Yeah. And that's why we have to find our tribes and that's why we have to do our astrology readings and Mm -hmm. exercise because we have to like check in and tune in um, to that. So I feel that completely. It's like, again, trying to fit into a mold and feeling like, well, hold on. Like, what is my impact? Where am I going? Mm-hmm. Um, so I definitely vibe with that for sure. One thing you said about my fourth house and um, the cancer, I just wanted to say, um, because it jumped into my, my, my mind, my mom is a cancer. She mm. is 7-Eleven, July 11th.
0: That was my mom.
1: No, she's not.
0: Yeah. <laughs> she's 7-Eleven. <7-11. laughs> Are you kidding? No. <laughs>
1: I am blown away. Dude, we were, so we were raised by the same person. No, just <laughs> really just, yeah, what the heck? Oh my God. That's that is I so mean. crazy. And what really stuck up to me is because she is such a nurturer. Like my mom is the most amazing, like the most resilient she's been through so much. She's so strong, so resilient, but she has this compassion and this kindness mm-hmm. that is just like overwhelmingly special yeah. and everyone can immediately feel it is do you feel the same about your mom? Yeah,
0: so cute. How yeah. Interesting. Cuz it's literally like cancer interesting. is the sign of the mother. So it's like if you have a cancer mother, it's like that's that's the best possibility, you know?
1: Oh my gosh, and I feel like that. Like I don't want to exchange where well, there's no exchange going on here. Like yeah. <laughs> I'll keep mine. <laughs> yeah. And um it's just but she is such a nurturer. She has such calming energy. You know, she is a water sign. She loves being by water. And, um, and she's always like giving stuff away. She probably needs a reading with you. (laughs) Yeah. And, um, but it's just interesting that like, wow, I'm kind of blown away that your mom's 7-Eleven too. I know. What
0: the heck?
1: I did. That's crazy. Um, but yeah, it's just interesting when you were saying all those things, I've always associated it with my mom too. Like those learned habits and always been very grateful that like, she is that way because Mm -hmm. I have that example. And that was just kind of instilled in me at a young age that we do need to be empathetic and understanding. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that's, I'm very grateful for that. And, um, it's just, I just, that stood out to me and I wanted to make that point, which I
0: guess was supposed to happen. Of course. (laughs) Nothing's a coincidence. Um, yeah, well, like you actually do have, have so much of this cancer energy, like within yourself so so you have yes the moon in cancer's house and then you also have your north node in cancer's house so um your north node is like wh- what you are moving towards in this life so you're moving towards family but also like because it's capricorn it's like family but providing for your family and stability and like financial stability but also like a like having everything that you want to give to your, like, family. Capricorn kind of wants the best of the best. Capricorn is the, the sign of the father. So it's kind of like uh, you want a mansion, Loki, or like a yeah, really nice or, high,
1: or maybe high key. <laughs> <laughs> high key.
0: But then you have your um, opposite of that. So that means your south node. That's what you come into this world with. That's what you naturally know. And then your North node is what you're, the lessons you're learning. So you, you came into this world with the cancer energy, like literally from your mom, like she gave it to you, like you came into this world as knowing that empathy and emotions and caring for people and nurturing is important, is a part of life. You also, it's also your public persona, like people So your rising is like how people view you in like a room, like how your energy feels, but your mid heaven or your 10th house is your career, but also your public persona. So this is how people view you like, um, when they're not necessarily with you, but the energy that you give off. So you have this very comforting, nurturing, open, like not afraid to be emotionally deep, not afraid to like help people through their crying and stuff. Um, so that's like what you're naturally coming in with.
1: That's awesome. That's, I, I love to hear that because I think that I neglected that for a while and, um, you know, we're not perfect either. So obviously we're not all going to be a hundred percent all the time, but, um, I mean that that just feels really good to hear. I mean that's the kind of person I hope to be and I want to be, um, and that's, that's really important to me. And I think where I can be into get into challenges is where I feel like maybe I'm giving eighty percent and I'm only getting twenty percent, and I'll be very content and okay with that
0: mm-hmm.
1: for a long time. Mm-hmm. And you know that's when resentments build and things like that. Um, and so I think coming off which I'm sure you'll talk about the mercury retrograde and stuff and everything that we're going and through right now with our relationships. Like I have been assessing that so hard lately. It's like, who is filling my cup? Not all the way, but Mm -hmm. like, who's, you know, who's putting a spot of tea in my cup? Like, (laughs) and it's like, you know what? Some people are, and they might need to just, you you know, not go away, but just, you know, maybe
0: just not as much mm-hmm. be consumed the with their energy. Hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Sure yeah and like, that is a huge thing for cancer to learn. Is like, is like, uh, there's like, you. It's exhausting. Emotion stuff is exhausting. So you have to choose like who is also nurturing you back. Um. So. Then I, I heard you say resentment building, which is uh, a very classic for your uh, Mars placement. So you have a Cancer, Mars. So Mar- So you have uh, Aries, Sun, Aries, Mercury. Those are the Aries. Aries is ruled by Mars, though. So Aries is like the action one. So in your identity, in the way you communicate, you're action-oriented, you're fun, you're sparky. However, in your Mars which is how you assert yourself, uh, your motivation, your um, sex drive too, is a cancer. So a cancer is in fall and Mars. I also have this placement. So cancer is the crab. It's moving sideways. It's not. Aries will say something and assert. Cancer, especially in like relationships or like uncomfortable situations, it's the crab, it's moving sideways, it's, you get a little passive-aggressive in there, or how it usually manifests, and let me know if this resonates with you, is, like, you're just keeping track of things all the time, and, like, yeah, and things are building, and then it comes to a head, and then, and this doesn't happen that often, like, this is why, it's, like, cancer is so, it's explosive, and, like, I say this because I am one too, so I understand. Mm -hmm. It's scary. I would be scared if I came against me in one of those because it's, it's, it's like a blackout. I don't know if you feel that in really emotionally intense, like you literally don't know what you're saying and stuff's coming out and.
1: Oh, yes. Yes, girl. Yes, I could definitely. Oh, I could definitely do that for sure. And it is like it is kind of like a blackout sometimes it's just like, because it's kind of curious. Cause it's, it's like, we're giving people all these chances and we're trying to like not get upset, but we're doing a disservice to ourselves and others probably because now we're like blowing up at people. And, um, and that's how I like, yeah, that's definitely how I feel sometimes. And, um, and have been checked on it by the people who love me most, which is important, I think um, you know, those are the kind of people I want to have around. That's the kind of person I am. I don't want to be a dishonest friend. I want to be a kind person, but I want to be honest. And so I would like that in return. And so that's definitely something I'm working on, but that makes a whole lot of sense because, um, that makes a whole lot of sense.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And like the way I said it, I should have said it as more of like, That is the natural state if you're not aware of it, you know, like Mm -hmm. if you don't know what's going on, that's how you're going to process it. But it's like knowing that if you let stuff boil over that happens, that's then how it's like, let's, let's, oh, I'm feeling a resentment. Maybe I should address this because who knows what's going to happen if I go fucking classic Cancer Mars bad shit by accident. Oops.
1: Yeah um yeah it's all
0: like a like growth mindset it's just awareness of of the natural state and then like okay what's a healthy state that I can get into with that
1: totally and I like that and that again goes back to our wellness journeys and all that come all of that comes with that um astrology included and understanding our birth charts and understanding who we are, I mean, that's part of the reason why we go to therapy, that's part of the reason, you know, why we want to be, we want to have this awareness, because awareness is the first step, and that's always what I focus on, okay, I'm aware that I have these tendencies, so well, I'm, can- my cancer's in Mars, I'm aware of that, and I'm a little crab in the sand, but <laughs> we, we are, um, gonna be okay, and, <laughs> and being aware of it, um, yeah it's just so important
0: yeah it's awareness it always is um with also with uh i want to also talk about the positives of cancer mars uh there's no positive arguments. there just is but i think cancer mars <laughs> gets a lot of shit including for myself like i make a lot of tiktoks about how i'm just like oh my fucking cancer mars is going out. it but it's also like it goes back to your north loden capricorn in that fourth house like you are literally motivated to make things feel like home to people. Like it is the most pure, beautiful, loving energy there is. It's like, yeah, sometimes like, but it's like, you don't want to, it's all out of not wanting to hurt anyone else that, that things build up like this. You want safety for everyone. And so sometimes it feels like confronting about something is taking away the safety. And that's why, It can happen i feel but yeah
1: yeah um yeah it makes a lot of sense a lot of sense it's kind of contradictory it seems like
0: yep that's the thing with uh with uh libra rising in particular is it's always kind of going to be contradicting because everything is always in its going into its opposite way like The North node and the South node are opposite. So you're always having to balance where you're coming from, where you're going. But yeah, it's contradictory definitely in like having your your strong Aries placements and your strong Capricorn placements want to just fucking say what you want, know your ideas the best and get things going. And then your Cancer and your Libra are like, but I'm actually gonna think about what's best for you before I start. Like,
1: yeah, yeah. that makes a lot of sense because libra is all about balance it can be kind of challenging dude like honestly because sometimes I do feel like that I feel very like not like I'm two different people I feel I feel a very good sense of self I feel very solid in that but I do feel like there's some very different sides to me that are kind of almost not clashing but trying to kind of We'll balance, I guess, balance each other. That's what it is, right? We just figured mm-hmm. that out.
0: <laughs> ding, ding, ding. I figured yeah. it all out for me, Lucy. <laughs> um, another another cancer placement that I think is perfectly lines up um, with the work you're doing is like Chiron conjunct your midheaven. So it's the top of your chart, your midheaven, your your career is is in a cancer way so it's like uh helping people like yeah also how emotions are deeply connected to your practice too it's not just the body like but it's but it's like I almost feel like it's making your mission is like making people's bodies feel like a safe place for them like it's so it connects so well but with the Chiron uh, conjunct, can I steal
1: that? Uh, can I steal that quote?
0: Yeah, <laughs> please take it. I, that was that was like a
1: good quote, wasn't it? Uh, that was really awesome. good, Lucy. <laughs> cool. I would have to put you as a creative collaborator in the business model here. Um, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, like that I is that. exactly
1: what I'm going for.
0: And and with the Chiron there, like part of why this work is so fulfilling to you is that your Chiron is, like, where your biggest wounds are, so, like, it's healing you while you're healing people, like, it's so deeply, like, your career is so deeply intertwined with your healing, and the, the wounds, like, Chiron is, like, where your wounds were, like, like, where they came growing up, so, like, uh, in cancer, the home, family, emotions, but also in the 10th house. So it could be around career, it could be around how much money you can make. Um, but uh, as you become aware and you actually put effort into those things, uh, it's known as the wounded healer because it becomes your superpower. Like once you're able to understand the pain, that's how you're able to help people even more authentically. Wow.
1: I love that. That's so great. And I feel like that's probably like a life journey um, that I'm going to continue to be evolving in. You know, we're always healing and health and healing is not linear. But I think, again, this awareness of this stuff and everything you've said is just is resonating with me completely, for sure. Um, I love that. Like the taking any kind of pain or challenges and turning it into good and turning it into, you know, just positive and lightness and learning from it and being able to like share with others. And then also hearing other people's journeys and other people's healing processes and being able to learn from that. Like it's very reciprocate, like reciprocal, the, the partnership or the, rather the, well, it feels like a partnership, but the relationship I have with my clients, it's give and take. And, Mm -hmm. um, Obviously I'm providing a service and it's all about them and they're the ones that are putting in the work and stuff, but I just learned so much from every single one of them. Ah. And, um, and it's, it's healing for me. It's healing to hear their strengths and triumphs and their, you know, their goals and then watching them come to fruition and, um, watching that process. So I love that. That just Ah. makes me feel
0: even better about where I'm at. Oh my gosh. You're like literally on the exact right track. Um, so also you have a, your Jupiter is in Leo in the 11th house. I love this placement. Um, Jupiter expands wherever it is. The 11th house is the house of communities and friendships and, uh, also like social media. So Jupiter is like where you have luck and expansion. So in Leo, it's like, what is expanded for you is like entertaining, having fun, being playful. But it's like especially in your friendships. And we were talking about this earlier of needed needing um mutual inspiration in friendships. Like that's what you're seeking in friendships. Is like creative yes. people.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, people that are going to yeah, creative people, people that are like someone once told me this and they said if you're the smartest person in the room, you need to go to another room. And that sounds kind of elitist or kind of like, "I think I'm so smart." But it's more about the fact that I do have so much to learn and I want to learn, and I'm eager for that. I crave that, not necessarily in a school setting, but you know, in life in general. And um, And so I relate to that so much, and I, I find that quote just like, so interesting because it's like we should never stop we're not I'm never going to be an expert I don't want to be an expert yeah I want to keep striving for that expertise right there's always more to learn there's always more to be expanded upon and um, I definitely do crave that and I love collaborating with people and hearing people's stories and you know it's just like with us and our upcoming you know event that we're going to do it's like just talking with each other coming up with these great ideas Mm -hmm. Um, I think they're great ideas (laughs) and you know being able to share that with each other is just, is so important to me. So important. So that's definitely very real.
0: And you think about Leo uh, is ruled by the sun. So it's like the lightness, but it needs something to shine off of. Like the the sun is nothing by itself. So that's why this reciprocality like is especially important in friendships, but also why like uh you kinda need an audience. Like yeah. you wanna, you know, there's a reason you're in LA. I know it. Okay, wait. Well, yeah, let's get into this this aspect. Right? Um Yeah,
1: let's do it. Break it yeah. down for me. So, I do like I do like the attention, Lucy. I do like. You're like I will. I like do it. like to be the storyteller. I do have a tendency to talk too much.
0: <laughs> I love it. There's a reason we're on this pod. Um, Okay, because like because literally everyone and their mother was begging me to please keep talking, and I was like, okay, fine, guys, I'll make a pod. Oh my gosh, if you insist, oh I would love. To entertain you only because you want me to. No, wow, you guys signed <laughs> this petition of everybody wants me to make a podcast. Wow. Um okay. <laughs> I love
1: it.
0: Everyone's gotta hear what I gotta say. Hello. <laughs> Just uh the pandemic happened, so you couldn't hear me in real life. So I will be making a podcast to reach you, okay? You Can you can't?
1: yes? I- well, I'm <laughs> I'm happy for it. I'm here for it. I am very happy for it, but yeah, I, I get that. I and I thrive in that energy. Honestly, it's like when people start giving me some laughs. Right? I'm like, oh god, I'm all
0: fired up. Like, yeah. yes, pour it's me also another like drink. That, <laughs> that immediate, that immediate validation is like, oh, nothing like it with the Lever Rising. Come on, you, right. you, we mirror it's them right. perfectly to get their type of humor. Like, come on. Okay, so you yeah. have yeah asteroids actor in the first house and alexandra alexandra is the writer and the actor is obviously the actor so that's in your first house so when you have actor conjunct your libra ascendant like you literally can be characters to different people (laughs) like like it's not in a bad way you're just like that's you're that's probably why you're good at being in la like you kind of got to do some fucking acting. you know what? You really
1: do sometimes. <laughs> and I do find what I love about Los Angeles is that it's so diverse and I can experience so many different cultures and learn. And again, like back to that learning, like learn so much from different types of people. And I think that's, you know, been a really inspiring and really an important part of why I like living here. Um, but yeah, there's that element of, trying to you know fit in with different people and under try to understand different people and because you think about um, the
0: adaptability too and how many more opportunities are open to you when you are able to like be charming to everyone like that is the Libra rising thing it's like sorry we're so fucking charming like Great. I'm really
1: sorry that we are so cool because, I mean, sorry. <laughs> it's
0: like, if then it's you- like, will you find out who I really am? Uh, I don't know, but isn't yeah. the version I made for you pretty fun? Okay, okay.
1: Story time. So funny. I When I was in high school, I worked in Durham at Bright Square. There was a consignment shop called Portobello Road, and um there for a while and it was just it was like an antique, thrifting, just like really cool stuff. Um the woman who owned it, uh Kippy Perkins, she's really she's great in the community, she's a great friend. Um, she was a wonderful employer and very patient with me at 15, 16 years old. Yeah. But oh my gosh. I remember like I would answer the about- phone don't know where this came from, but when I answer the phone, I'm like, hello, Portobello Road, doll is speaking, and it's like, I don't, I don't know where that came from, I guess because the Portobello Road reference, and I just put on this whole other persona on the phone specifically, and not a kid, you know, like, like grown, <laughs> I mean, not grown, but you know, um, a teenager, and I just remember being like, hello, Portobello Road, Dalla speaking, and Kippy, my employer's on the other end, Hello? oh, hey, Kippy, it's Blaisdell, what's up? (laughs) Like, sorry, that was just my my character. (laughs) I just needed to, like, step out, have a little fun, trying out some, a new character. Yeah, literally. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, I, that is just so funny, um, and I, like, I am laughing so hard inside and out, because so many of my friends would have, like, references to, like, other personas right other yes. personalities like oh here's uh what's another one here's kooky courtney out on a saturday night like having a good time <laughs> that's yes. totally, totally oh. how it is literally okay, so actor and alexander so that's all making sense.
0: alexandra so yeah that's also like so oh, Alexandra. yeah which is actually my real name which is a fun fact yeah my parents two names it's confusing
1: um, wow. we both have confusing names. I
0: like it. Yeah, gotta keep it interesting. Um, so Alexandra well, does your chart relate to anything with Alexandra? Right um, now? yeah, it's conjunct my moon. So mm. I, I I also feel like I have a split personality. I feel like Alexandra is like my Virgo, take my Adderall, do fucking to-do list side, and nobody <laughs> sees that. Like, and then I'm like kooky, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, Loki, I'm planning all this shit, but you don't. <laughs> yeah they're like lucy's so fun and free-spirited
1: and silly it's hilarious and you're like in your freaking like living room on the floor with like powerpoints going on multiple screens
0: <laughs> literally i'm like
1: I love it's better it. this I love way it.
0: it's better this way that you think that that's how i am all the time because i
1: can see it i can see it lucy that's so funny yeah
0: <laughs> um okay but you have alexandra um, in your first, your first house, so this can indicate like writing, like artistically, I don't know if you like, uh, poems or anything, but like, writing. yeah, I'm
1: actually writing a book, so that's cool.
0: Oh yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Um, yeah. And it's like the book, I guess with this in your first house, it's like your world's view. It's like sharing your worldview. view. Love
1: um, that. And that's exactly what it is. It's, it's stories of me. <laughs>
0: yes. Here we go back
1: to about me, right? Here we go. Back to me. Well, okay.
0: <laughs> Speaking of that, you have the, you have the Fama asteroid conjunct your son directly on top of your son. Fama is the fame asteroid. So you have the fame asteroid right on your son in Aries. So it is about you. Like it is. Sorry. Sorry. Wow. You're the main character. Um, And you're here you talking about yourself, like, It's that is what inspires people, you know? It's not like like you're just there to tell your story and see how that resonates. The right people will find it. It's like like why try to cater to everyone when it's like this is actually the only experience I do know for sure.
1: Do you want to have me on the podcast every every week, Lucy? Because this is making me feel great.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And see it makes me feel great too. That's why it's like, okay, thank thank you. Um Okay, so yeah, it's like telling the stories and being kind of artistic about it, but where your humor comes from, the comedy asteroid is called Talia. That shit is in there with all your Capricorns. So that means like low key, you like to make some dark fucked up humor because also uh-huh. like you, you experience in one way or another, picking up on other people or yourself some fucked up shit. And you're like, guess what? Telling my story, is also being like, we're going to talk about dark shit, but it's going to be funny as fuck.
1: Um, Yeah, ding, 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 ding. There have been some things. I've been through some things, just like all of us, but I've been down some roads, some of them dark. And, um, I mean, shoot, like, how, most comedians are, like, famous comedians are total, like, depressive because yeah. they have, like, such you know and I find I think it's so funny like dark I think dark humor is just so funny and it's like the reason is because I've processed it I've cried about it and now it's time to you know I've let it go yeah and I've forgiven so now it's time to laugh about it because if we're not going to laugh about it what are we going to do just like cry about it yeah for the rest of our lives like it's funny it is (laughs) like I mean, it's funny now. Maybe it wasn't funny then. Yeah. Yeah. It's
0: like, it's like, isn't it like more preferable to like change your mindset to be like, LOL, than it is like, I'll let this ruin my life forever. Like exactly,
1: exactly. And that's part. Yeah, exactly. And that's where you have to let things go and forgiveness isn't always necessarily for others. It's for ourselves. And you know, that's a big part of like dealing with whatever traumas are, situations that we've been in, challenges with everybody. You know, sometimes you can't necessarily forgive the other person. Maybe it's not forgivable. and like, that's okay. Like not everything is for everybody, but you forgive because you're doing it for yourself. Mm -hmm. And then in turn, you know, letting that go and also like releasing that type of energy towards that person too. I mean, energy is so real. I don't want to walk around with a chip on my shoulder, like just projecting all of this, like evil laser beam energy where I'm just like hating on things. Like that's not cool. So we've gotta like let it go. We've got to forgive and then we've got to laugh a lot.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, literally. Um also speaking of this dark darkness, um your chart ruler is so you look at Libra, you're a Libra rising, Libra is ruled by Venus. You look at your Venus. Your Venus is in Taurus, which is where Venus likes to be. Uh Venus rules Taurus in Libra. So uh, Taurus version of venus is more like uh this enjoying the simple things in life and like also the best things in life and like yes girl grounded things like also you like you provide acts of service and you like to be of practical help to people that's what you're like in relationships um and it's and it's very like simple and sweet but also you're you're thinking. Uh, It's a very long term energy. So you're always thinking very long term in your relationships. Uh, Loyalty is very important to you. So you're seeing who can be there for the long term. So um, all that like light, Taurus energy, simple energy. But then it's in the eighth house, which is Scorpio's house of like intensity, depth, transformation. So like you are getting your most intense changes through relationships and uh yeah but it's also like what's up what's up
1: Lucy did you talk to my partner before this <laughs> podcast or huh like what are you what are you trying to do here no i was
0: <laughs> just kidding No, but it, it's like uh, I mean your partners will feel the intensity of your love it's and it's at the 22nd degree which is it's it's known as the kill or be killed degree like it's so all or nothing. So for you, it's like, and your chart ruler is who's driving the car. So the person who's driving the car is like, wants the most deep love story of all time. Like all or nothing. Like, honestly, almost some like Romeo and Juliet vibes. <laughs> Not to
1: just drop that on you. <laughs> okay, so I won't send this to him, no, just kidding, (laughs) um, dude, I feel that, I feel that with all my, like you're saying, it's in all relationships, it's not just, you know, romantic or intimate relationships, and, um, acts of service, you said, that's, like, my love language, I, I, and I, and it can turn, it again, with that intensity, it can be smothering, like, you know, like, it, it can be too much, and it, and Again, that's that balance balance again <laughs> um coming up of okay, I can be helpful and I can show my love and express my love, but I need to be respectful of what the other person can handle. And you know, just like when you're dumping some negative bullshit on somebody or talking about something, you know, you should always kind of check in and be like, Do you have space for this? Like I don't want to just dump all my crap on you, right? And it's almost like the reverse as well. Like if you smother people, it's almost like, do you have space for this? Because it can be too much. It's like, mm. oh my God, like stop with all of this. Like mm-hmm. if you don't put the vacuum down in my house, I am going to lose my mind. You know, <laughs> it's like, um, you know, it's 5 a.m. Why are you, you know, cooking breakfast? Sleep, like it's you're like, like
0: you're like I'm doing this
1: for you, and they're like I literally yeah. didn't ask, but okay, exactly. They're like no, you're and it and it's almost like actually I'm doing it for me. Yeah, yeah. There's a there's a total break, right? There's a fucking flip. It's like you know, it makes me feel really good. Yeah. So that's just yeah. really interesting. Um, kill or be killed degree. Wow.
0: born's <laughs> degree. So. Um, had to be Um, yeah but it's also like very it's just a very long-lasting it's it's transformative but not like not like you're changing day to day it's like deeply transformative so it's just like learning lessons in your relationships all the time how to figure out how to communicate and work together because also the eighth house is the house of joint resources and like shared things so like a, and because it's in Taurus too it's like shared physical things might be even more um prominent somehow
1: well yeah
0: um okay and then we will end on your Saturn return which you are you are basically experiencing the peak of your Saturn return right now so good good job for you. You're, you're doing, you're doing amazing, sweetie. Um, so when is it? Thank you. I think 2023 in March, I think that's when yours will be over. So right now you're learning all these lessons. So in the fifth house, um, this is, this also goes back to, uh, needing to be responsible and mature when you were young. Like, so there's restrictions in your house of fun and romance. So that stuff was more serious or restricted for you. So your of return is all about playing, like getting back, finding yourself. It's in Aquarius. So it's like uh, finding where you fit in among the group, uh, pl- having your fine, like and showing yourself that you can be playful and still make money love that aquarius it also cares a lot about the community and social efforts and helping society as a whole so you um whereas you might have felt restricted in that or you just like weren't necessarily for whatever reasons growing up like it wasn't just caring about community wasn't as much of a priority for you but in your sound return it's becoming more of a priority like uh relationships Mm. and groups and networking that's uh, yeah. What is coming up even more for you?
1: Yeah, that makes that makes a lot of sense. Um, I'm definitely feeling <coughs> collaborative these days, <laughs> more so than ever, you know. And yeah, and eager to get involved and just kind of switch things up. And um, gosh, I hope like all of us are concerned about the state of the world. Yep. <laughs> Yep.
0: Um if you're so listening to this like, and you feel okay, then you've got some work to do.
1: Yeah, let's yeah, I call us call one of us uh, call Body by Blaze because I give free trials. <laughs> we could talk yes. about that. <laughs> um yeah, no, for, for sure. With the state of things, I feel like we all need to find something that at least one thing, like climate change, recycling, I don't know, whatever fossil fuels or just social justice. Like that's very important to me. Um, there are so many social injustices and another PSA since you're on it is if you don't think that people are not, or if you think people are equal, do you think everyone's equal? Then, then you can, again, you need to check in, check in, yeah. Check in, tune in. And check yourself and probably your privilege as well. So, um, yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's almost silly to be like, yeah. So like, it's almost silly that like one of the signs and one of the houses represents social justice when it's like, it's everything, you know? And I feel like that's what your Saturn replacement is growing you towards is like the, it, it also represents the legacy you want to leave. So the first 30 years mm-hmm. is about the legacy you, passed from your family and then the next 30 years is like okay well what am I actually doing to help and am I actually being authentic
1: yes dang this leaves me with a lot of hope and also some homework and a lot of like thoughts like this is all like really good shit
0: yay yes um thank you so much for coming on letting me just say everything about you
1: Yeah, no, thank you, Lucy. And um, I want to add, if it's okay, um, if you uh, follow Body by Blaze on Instagram, and if you mention this podcast, um, DM me, and you'll get a, a free session out of it. Oh so my gosh! Mention everybody. this
0: podcast.
1: This mention a great Lucy time to do let's
0: do it. Yay! Okay, um, we will talk later. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you had as much fun listening to it as I did recording it. Blaisdell is so awesome. It's amazing to connect with her. I'm happy to now connect you with her. And you heard her offer. If you mention this podcast, you get a free session. Get yourself feeling good. That's what life's all about, baby. Have a good week. Hope you feel well and love you.